shortcuts. Shortcuts to achieve exactly the life you want. This podcast, once again, is dedicated to the recent college grad or the soon-to-be high school senior grad because what I'm going to talk about, they don't teach you in school. The information you're getting from school is vitally important, but what's important with these shortcuts that I've learned from Mary Morrissey, Bob Proctor, and Price Pritchett, these are shortcuts that are going to take you to a whole nother planet of success. You're going to outshine all of your colleagues, three of them. I'm only going to talk about today. Paradigms, serve, as in how to serve your community and others, being grateful. Paradigms, what the heck are they? It's the weirdest word. We used to call it patterns. It's really basically bad behavior. Now we have good paradigms, we have good behavior. But it seems like, especially when you're a college grad or you're a high school student, the first one you're going to do all the time, and that's procrastinate. You'll do it tomorrow. You'll do it later, or you just don't feel like it, or you got caught up, you went down the rabbit hole on the internet that had nothing to do with what you really want to do as far as achieving the life you really want. Now, I had mentioned in the last podcast, you start with imagination. If you are lost, don't know where to achieve, where to go to achieve the career you want, the vocation, go to my website, shayvalerie.us. There's two great masterclasses there. But with paradigms, we learn them at a young age, quite honestly, and we learn them in school. We want you to unlearn them. How you approach a paradigm, a bad habit, notice it. That's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to notice that you're procrastinating. So what do you do? I like to make lists, and I get to the hardest thing first thing in the morning. Look, we all have challenges right now with the pandemic. I have 40 acres and three houses in New York. It's on the market to be sold. And because tenants didn't pay rent, I have some challenges. Every morning, or at least a couple times a week, I have to make some phone calls and work things out financially. I could wait and do it next week or next month, but there are items that have to be taken care of, so you do the same thing. Make a list of two or three things that need to be done in order for you to achieve a goal that's a really big dream for you. Every day, make a list of three things. I know you're young, you're just starting out. I have a list of six things, but it feels so good when you cross out two or three things. Me, I'm happy when I do four. So procrastination is a paradigm, and it's also making you feel stuck, that you have nowhere to go with your career because it's a pandemic. Notice it. Once you notice it, then you're going to make a list of things that you want to achieve. And just seriously, do it. Quit procrastinating. (laughs) The second shortcut to seriously achieve exactly the life you want is indecision. The way you make a decision really is to listen to your heart. Go back to your imagination. Really live the end result of the life that you want. 
Is that a big house? Is it a multi-million dollar career? It doesn't matter how you're going to get there, but every day make a decision to take some kind of small step to reach that goal. I hear from teachers who are doing a lot of e-learning that they have students who just want to get married young and become a millionaire. And she thinks that's great. They have a plan. But what are you doing every day to become a millionaire? There's so many avenues. Go on LinkedIn. Join LinkedIn. But the idea of being indecisive is just as bad as procrastinating. It is making you stuck. When it comes to making a decision, follow your heart. Price Pritchett says, use your unseen forces. And that can be love. That can be faith. Again, it's imagination. Open your gifts is the other thing Price Pritchett says. So when it comes to indecision, make a decision that you are going to change your life for the better. And the second shortcut, because those are just examples, let me back up for a minute. Another thing Price Pritchett says that I love, who is in your circle of influence? Price Pritchett says that his company is judged by the company they keep. Look at your five closest colleagues or friends. I actually moved from New York to to seriously get away from really heavy drinkers and influential, badly influential people. You can do the same thing. Leave your house for a couple of hours. Get some fresh air. Get fresh ideas in your mind about what you really want to do. If you're in a bad situation, leave for a while if you can. Go somewhere in your mind so you can look at the life that you really deserve. So let's get to how to serve. The reason it's important to serve your community, serve a sibling, help another animal go to a shelter is because you're also opening doors to prosperity. The same way you feel better when you can cross off things on your procrastination list that is now a to-do list, it's the same thing with serving. And Tyler Perry talks about this, which I'm going to get to his video biography in the next segment. To serve is a boomerang effect. When you learn how to give and give of yourself, that comes back to you threefold in all kinds of prosperity. Your health, your relationships, your dealings with other people. So learn how to serve and serve on a small scale. I realize as a college graduate or a high school senior, this is new. Learning how to serve your siblings or someone who's in trouble, a neighbor perhaps. You feel so much better and that raises your vibration, which attracts more goodness to you. I know some of this is woo-woo. Lastly, grateful. Learn how to be grateful. If you're in a tough situation, find some good outside of that situation. Again, it does come back to serving your neighbor or a sibling, helping somebody. When you wake up in the morning, be grateful that you have another day. And this is a day where you make your own choices. But how you're going to act, how you're going to respond, not react to situations. You get to sing songs. You get to think good thoughts. If you get caught in that negative spiral, stop. 
because that's a paradigm. Bring yourself up with five positive thoughts. So those are three shortcuts. They're not going to teach us in school. You want to learn how to manage your paradigms. Then you want to learn how to serve on a small scale. And then be grateful. I write a grateful journal every day. There is a small bistro in Gulfport called Anani. They chose the name. It's a husband and wife. He has never had a restaurant. I love this place. It has great feng shui. And he's going to start having natural wines, which is pretty interesting. But they started this not as a fluke, but as a dream. It's something they always wanted. They could work together as a husband and wife. And he started this right before the pandemic. So think of this. This is a young couple in their 20s. This is their dream. They opened this wonderful little bistro, coffee bar, and wine bar. And then the pandemic strikes. Lockdown. Shut down. But they have made it through it. And every day he does something to improve the business. That's what you want to do. Little steps. Have that dream. Put that in your belly. Fire in the belly. And we're learning grit. We have to have grit, especially now with this pandemic, no matter how bad things are. Tyler Perry, watch his video, has told us the bad goes away. We have to focus on our end result. That's what's important here is for you to watch a video. He talks about serving. Had a childhood we can imagine. He was sexually molested before he was 10 by four different people. His stepdad beat him unmercifully. And when you watch this video of Tyler Perry, he says, all right, that happened. Now I'm, I'm not going to look back. I'm going forward. And what he also says is he has learned how to serve. During that time, he, he watched a segment of Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah Winfrey basically became his mentor via television. He'd never met her until later in his life. She used the word cathartic. And he's so funny in the video. He says, you know, I was raised in substandard education. I had to go to the library and look up cathartic. I didn't even know how to spell it or what it was. He learned that writing is cathartic. Oprah Winfrey That was her message during one of her shows. He was a struggling playwright. He struggled for six years, and he almost gave up. And in in his video biography, he will tell you more of what happened, but something happened for him that made his playwriting a huge success. He became an icon, and now look at him. If you don't know Tyler Perry's story, check it out. This is a man of color. And he is a very quiet, successful billionaire. But you know what? He gives back. He serves. He has this huge film conglomeration. It's larger than Disney Studios. It's, it's, it's like five national parks or five amusement parks. It's just huge. Atlanta Film Studios, of course, in Atlanta, Georgia. You must read his biography. You must listen to it. Now, what he is doing in his pinnacle of life, he has learned to serve, and one of the things he is going to begin is a compound for the gay community so they can be comfortable, 
learned how to be artistic, learned how to serve, and learned how to have great careers also. He is also involving women who have experienced domestic violence to give them the tools and skills that are necessary for them to propel their lives to a whole new planet of success. Tyler Perry is one of our best examples of someone who has had an unimaginable difficult life. Grit. That's what he's teaching us also. In Kundalini Yoga, which is the only yoga that I study, Guru Jagat is another virtual teacher, and she specifically says that the way you treat your failures, the way you manage your failures, is the same way you're going to treat and manage your success. What does that mean? If you feel as though you were making a failure of yourself, you're going to wallow in self-pity. You're going to say, oh, woe is me. I can't succeed in anything. Oh, woe is me. The pandemic is keeping me back. Or, oh, woe is me. I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. You're just going to dig a rabbit hole of negativity. And when you reach a successful moment, you're going to think, oh, that's just a fluke. That was just luck. That will never happen again. That whole scenario is wrong. And you can take a prosperity or two or three virtual classes from her, which I do every morning. And she teaches in this one specific lesson, this Kriya, how to evolve into someone who has grit. And that, to me, is what the pandemic is teaching us. I'm in my 60s. I lost my 26-year career in the fine wine and spirits. I was basically jubilant. I was looking at a way to change my life anyway. And I found it with podcasting because I love also the Kundalini Yoga and I love wine, which we're going to talk about next. There are lots of skills you have which you have not even tapped. And that's why Price Pritchett says, open your gifts. Wine. Even if you're not old enough to drink wine, if you're a college grad, you are. If you're young in high school... Learn this now because it's important to drink responsibly and it's important to drink the right things. Rosés, they say this is the season for them. I drink rosés 365 days out of the year. My favorite three are Chateau Picaudet, which is from Provence, and that's the classic style of rosé. Generally, everybody wants a rosé from Provence when they first start drinking. Rosés. This one, Chateau Picaudet, is an interesting blend because it has a touch of Cabernet, but it has the, the typical wines, which are Cinso, Syrah, and Grenache. Chateau Picaudet, lovely. I'm going to mention on my podcast details where to get this. Arlington Wine and Spirits is in Poughkeepsie. They ship. Licorama also carries Chateau Picaudet. They're in Hyde Park, New York. They also ship. The second one that I love is Anne Pichon. It's actually called a Gris Montagne Rosé. It is in Côte du Ventoux, which is a satellite of Côte du Rome. Syrah and Grenache. I love Anne Pichon wines. They are sustainable and organic. Some of the labels have bees on them, really beautiful embossed bees, because they have a bee apiary there. Love that. Love Anne Pichon. Marc Pichon is the winemaker, but unfortunately he has 
no longer on earth, but by the wine. The third one, and the grape is Weigelt, very similar to Weigelt from Landhaus Meyer, all similar to Pinot Noir. All these wines, they all go with Mediterranean-style foods, and Pichon's wines are, uh, the rosé is predominantly Syrah and Grenache, and the Zweigelt, as I mentioned, it's a heartier style of Pinot Noir, but they all have olives and capers and tomatoes and very fresh. I'm a vegetarian, but you could do lighter meats. You can certainly do grilled vegetables with all three of those wines. Landhouse Meyer actually is from Aviator Wines in Chatham. And I want to talk about Anani again really quickly because he is going to incorporate natural wines. And if people are listening to the podcast on your regular basis, you know, two or three podcasts in the past, I specifically talked about natural wines. He's in Gulfport, Florida. It is so worth an opportunity to drive there. The food is great. The service is great. And he's going to have natural wines, which are fun. He's going to have a petillant naturel, which is slightly sparkling. Check him out. All this is in my podcast notes. To wrap this up, you want to use these three shortcuts I talked about. Paradigms. Notice them and manage them. Learn how to serve. Even on a short, quick basis every day, you can open a door for somebody. You can carry somebody's groceries. And lastly, grateful. When you learn how to be grateful, you are opening doors to prosperity. Kundalini Yoga is going to teach you how to employ grit, which we so need. We have challenges, whether it's in a pandemic or not. And of course, wine, rosés, all the way. There's that goofy wine out, I think. But the three that I talked about, you should really hunt down and try. And if you want some more suggestions, these are just three of my top favorites. Send me an email on my website. It's on the podcast notes also, and, and I'll help you out find some more wines. In conclusion, I'm not a life coach. I am not a consultant. I do this podcast so I can help hundreds of people every day with three simple topics. Merci. Au revoir.